Hello and welcome everyone to Voices with Tushar podcast and I'm your host Tushar Baweja. First of all, thank you so much for taking out time to watch or listen to this podcast anywhere you are listening to this. And for the second episode, we have Akash Sharma. You all know him by Terabyte on Instagram. So, who is he? He is the founder of Byte Cyber Labs, a leading company in the cybersecurity industry. So now, Akash will give his introduction so you can understand a lot better. So, uh, hey guys, um, I'm Akash Sharma and you also know me by the name Terabyte. I am, uh, I'm a lot of stuff, but I consider myself more as a hacker. I'm a cybersecurity expert professionally and I like to uh, do sometimes rapping as well. I'm a poet, writer and everything else. So, um, professionally speaking, I have uh, almost five years of experience in cybersecurity domain. I have worked with multiple companies that may name as Deloitte, PwC, CEO InfoSec team for some instances. Currently, I am uh, an entrepreneur and have my own cybersecurity-based startup called Bytesab Labs. Uh, for my qualifications, um, I am a postgraduate and pursuing my PhD and I have already got more than 15 legitimate certificates. So yes, you can count me as a uh, as an average hacker, I would say, but yeah, that that's that's all about me. Okay, that's great. Uh, regarding the certifications, because certifications plays an important role in our country, mm-hmm. especially in our country, because here in India, certification and degrees are given more value than your skill set. So, Indeed. can you please let us know about some of the most uh, common like, certifications uh, you have? Hmm. in your industry hmm. so um to name some of the important ones uh, i have got ceh ecsa uh, chfi that is by ec council lpt as well i forgot that ec council from uh, offensive security i got uh, oscp and oswp that is certified professional and wireless professional also i got ccna ccie that is from cisco and uh, rhcsa from red hat and mcsa from microsoft so these are some of the uh, certificates that I got from the major league, um, you can say companies or organizations. And the, the, you are absolutely right, Tushar, because in India, it is very important that they give, it's, it's important for people to see your certificates rather than your knowledge, than your skills. People prefer more paperwork than actual skill sets, you know. They actually ask for uh, your validations from these organizations that if you're actually having that kind of skill set or knowledge, rather than actually assessing their skills in, you know, firsthand. That's one thing that you were right about. Yeah. And answering this one question that if you hire for your startup, that is Byte Cyber Lab, mm-hmm. what things do you consider while hiring? Is it the skill set or the certifications? Okay, well, that's a really tough question because but yeah, see what happened as a company, it's not just I have to fulfill my own satisfaction or my own parameters. There are certain kind of compliances that we have to deal with as well. In that case, definitely we have to look for the proper paperwork and certifications. But I prefer myself that I need to look into, I dig a little bit more into skills. Like I like to assess a person 
totally like let's suppose even if i'm hiring a business developer i need to know like what kind of work he have done before or if i'm hiring a pen tester or uh let's say a trainer i need to know like how much they are good with the skills just as they are good with the paperwork so yes both go hand in hand because as a company we have to uh, you know follow the compliance rule and regulations but yes there is one more parameter of a um, skill assessment that i do i go to that uh, extent of assessing a proper skill set i take like a personal interview after they you know follow up from my other um like the other hierarchy and yeah that that that's how i do okay that's really good and like taking up to the certifications uh in the very beginning of your career what was your focus on like gaining the skills or the certifications uh like if i'm not wrong you might have started when you were 16 to 17 years old in learning these skills so what was your approach in the very beginning uh see okay um i started when i was i guess 15 16 you're right about it um See, by the time I got mature, I was not even aware that I was doing something called hacking specifically. So yes, of course, my motive was to learn the skill. I didn't really know about the certifications and all. I got to know about my first certification when I got to know that I am a CEH now, because I did. I gave the exam and I gave everything. I per, like performed the practicals, and later I got to know yes, I'm being certified and this will be helpful in professional terms. So. of course my motive was majorly to gain skills and not certificate because i didn't really saw from that perspective but when it comes to advising someone for the same i would advise that you should definitely go for skills first because if you have the proper skills you can get the certificates later too because certificates getting a certificate from a good organization involves your investment not just your time but your financial investment too so taking that big step before as like from a perspective of a beginner i would say that you should focus more on skills and then you can later go for a good certificate so that's my recommendation okay that's pretty nice and as we all know you have different interests like i watched your videos you mm-hmm. uh do a, some singing too right Not really. I'm a bad singer, uh, but yeah, I do rap because it doesn't require you to be having a like great voice. So yeah. Okay. So in the like when you were of that age, like fifteen, sixteen. So how did you explore yourself? Like how did you know that I have to do this one thing in my career, or you were just trying out different things and figured out like let's try this, or I should move this. When yeah. do you realize this thing that? Yes, I am made for doing hacking, and I will do other things as my side interest. Ah, uh, that's a that's a pretty rough past I got at this one for sure. Because in my school days, I was really good at sports. You know, I was an athlete myself, and I represented my school in national level, and I was a national level gold medalist too in um, athletics. So, I wanted to become an athlete for sure, like a full time athlete. I never got. I never thought of computer science as a profession or as a career. It was just like a pastime that I was doing. Okay, I enjoy it, so I'm doing it. But uh, I'm pretty much fortunate that my parents actually forced me to leave sports and get into this. Because once I started, you know, having, uh, I started to get a, like a more mature perspective on this. Like this is gonna be good for me, not just 
interest wise but also my career wise it's going to be a little more stable so yeah that's when i started taking a little bit turn towards more like more serious turns toward computer science not just doing it for fun but now taking it seriously and doing it full time so yeah that's that's when i realized that uh by i think it was by the age of um 17 or 18 when i realized that i should be getting more focused on uh computer science and just leave the rest of everything else rapping as far as considered uh, i started doing rap when i was i don't know maybe 13 14 i used to write a lot of stuff i don't know like if, if it was legit rap or what i used to write poetries because i was fond of it uh my some of my relatives were from that background from writers background so yeah uh, i was writing it for a long time and now it just started getting better and better and better because uh you can say my frustrations and other kind of other stuff just kind of added up to it the skill got a little more better so rapping is completely different i never took rapping or writing as ever i never took that as a profession or even as like a full time thing i was just doing it for fun and that's all what i do for okay that's great because yeah. you have performed in different colleges college fest too you have posted that those on your social media as i'm with yeah. yeah yeah and that was so fun yeah and you have posted one motivational rap on your youtube and that was pretty good and i would you. request you to uh like sing that rap uh, at the end of this podcast that would be really good for sure. the audience as well sure sure i'll do it no problem yeah uh thank you yeah. so much for that hmm. and moving on to the uh education part because most of our audience is uh, our teenagers or the people mm-hmm. who are doing their uh, like bachelors or masters so uh, this is for them the way education is molding right now in our country is from like uh going from the uh, hierarchy part that school college to trying out different things from the school itself joining communities or different groups of similar mindset so mm-hmm. what are your views on this because it's changing quite uh, very very rapidly i would say and mm-hmm. from the launch of avalon meta by uh, varun maya and team it has mm-hmm. became uh, like very rapidly and in the lockdown everyone was trying out different different courses or right. different workshops as well so what are your mm-hmm. what is your perspective in this huh. well um i feel bad sometimes for students because they got messed up in these uh community wars sometimes because community is made up of the participants you know and uh, when a community is taken down the participants get affected the most i don't want to take names specifically but uh there are some really great communities out there as well but uh, on the contrary we also have communities which are just taking you know uh benefit out of their participants in them uh community is not about gaining you know monetary or there's no monetary gains that you focus for communities about growing a specific mindset you know uh i i felt this trend recently uh almost 6 7 months back in the lockdown period that almost every other person was opening their own community and that was really um you know stressing and i felt that myself that why the hell am i even having a community of my own because there are already hundreds of them and what kind of difference am i making 
that is the reason when I decided that I should be, you know, converting my community into a proper professional body. And that's why Bytesabble Labs is not that active as a community now. We have a Discord, but we don't really get active on that because we are more focused on the professional development part. So, yes, students do actually uh, get tangled in these communities. So, the choosing the best community for your growth is very important. You guys have been doing a great job for a long time. I spoke to Vikram when he didn't even started community. You know, Reset Hacker was not even a community when he when I was uh, like uh, when he was my friend, and I got really um, I was really happy when he did that for sure. And today, I guess you have almost 10k followers, and that's amazing for sure. First of all, kudos to Reset Hacker. So yeah, uh, and coming back to your question, um, taking out different courses, taking out different communities is okay until unless you are confident enough that you are joining the right one because of course let's take an example of reset hacker day one nobody knew like you will be having 10k followers or these many followers or these many branches right and today till date in march 2021 you already have a really good um you can say network of your own so yeah the people who got connected with you in the very beginning they are still with you of course, they have grown to a certain level. I won't say like this is a financial growth specifically, but what my focus is here, the intellectual growth. See, yeah. because now you have been doing podcasts for a while. You learned a lot from that as well. And a lot of other people were just managing the social media account. They learned different XYZ kind of stuff. So that's that's the main motive of a community. People actually, students actually mistake communities for their career growth. That's not going to happen. You cannot grow a career out of a community because, of course, the people owning the community are doing, are doing it full time. You know, they are investing a lot of their time, their efforts, their finances into it. Of course, they are taking it full time. But the participants are putting their efforts and knowledge and skill set to grow themselves, you see. And yeah. in terms of financial growth, either you are doing full time community or you're doing a full time professional work or job or your own business or whatever XYZ thing you're doing. So these two things cannot go both hand in hand for sure. Yeah. Because then, then there are some, you know, professional guidelines. There are there is this thing called um I forgot the word called conflict of interest. You see, in companies, yeah. big companies like PwC and stuff, there are there are conflicts of interest that you cannot you know indulge yourself in a community work or something until unless you're working with them. So yeah, I mean, um, choosing the right path is important. To, if, if you don't understand where you want to go, you can ask the people who are actually in the community like how this is actually going to work. You should know your motive to join, right? People are joining communities just for the sake of fame, and that's bad. Okay. There, there have been community, there have been instances that because, just because the community name is big, they're joining, but they don't really know the motive why they want to join it. You see, uh, this is called the sh yeah. the what do you call that? Um, uh, a toad in the pond, you see, like because just because they, you have like-minded people around you, you're gonna yeah. grow. That's not gonna happen. You, you have to I've put seen, in that work. Absolutely, you have to put in work for yourself. You have to put in work for the community. If you're volunteering, you need to show your work. That's when you will grow. Otherwise, you will not grow. You see, yeah. I, I know people on Instagram who are not a part of community, not a part of any groups or something like that, but they are still, you know, uh, quite intelligent, quite famous, quite renowned for their skills. So that's that should be the motive. Just putting in work doesn't matter what community or doesn't matter what group or doesn't matter what company. 
and if not for these communities or uh, different groups of different uh, industries mm-hmm. how can students or uh, people who are doing their job full time job or anything can network with different like minded people who will help them in their exactly. growth mm-hmm. so right. that is a main uh, issue right now especially in uh, after the pandemic happened it hard with to us mm-hmm. because right. colleges are now online on zoom calls even the people who have just signed up in colleges mm-hmm. do not know much about who their classmates are right so how can people network right now correct a big issue mm-hmm. sure that's that's one thing that you correct about again uh see one thing i want so want to point out here because we're talking on this topic don't mind it that um people i i felt it cuz lo- i got a lot of text messages on instagram people are taking instagram and choosing it for their professional growth there is linkedin for that i don't know why don't people choose it they are putting every professional detail in their instagram bio but their linkedin profile sucks so yeah. if you're not using the resources properly you ain't going anywhere You see, people come here on Instagram, send me their LinkedIn profiles, and I'm impressed. Okay, this guy is, you know, something on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is somewhere that you show off your professional skills. On Instagram, you can show off almost anything. You can even have a food blog page, or you can also have a cybersecurity blog page. That's okay. I don't mind that. But what I mind is when you start professional discussions on Instagram, which is not legit, which is not good to be honest. If there is LinkedIn, we are. I am myself very professional on LinkedIn. I don't. reply to unnecessary texts on linkedin on instagram i'm 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 like just any other guy i'm 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 very cool because i don't want people to get confused my personal profile and my professional profile so that's one thing i also want to point out okay and on instagram you have done very well with your content creation and other yeah, stuff like ha- uh, getting on to those conversations on live sessions and uh every other thing engaging with people as well so how have you improved your content creation part because you have done pretty well in the past and have grown from like when i followed you you were at like 600 or so and after you yeah. uploaded co- valuable content and engaged with people mm-hmm. it was now at 5k right now if i'm not right. wrong right right so it's like 5600 that content creation game and the social media Okay. Uh one thing I learned on Instagram is that if you're putting up the value you will definitely get the followers. I never really craved for followers. I was even okay with when I was having 300 followers. I'm even okay with when I'm having 5000 or maybe someday I'll have 50000 or more than that. But what my concern is that when somebody's following me they should benefit from the kind of content I'm putting. If you'll see my Instagram posts for a few while like say for 3 months I'm just putting up I'm just uploading my own pictures I'm not even putting yeah. any good content. The reason is because I'm already way too much occupied in this professional work that I'm having like client meetings and all. So I don't want to uh you know uh discuss that as of now but uh I'm just occupied with some stuff that I cannot ignore. So I'm not getting real time to make an Instagram post or something like that or follow with my followers. So for the last 4 months I haven't grown. I was having 5900 and I went to 5600 now. but uh if if you talk about the how i leveled up the game uh from that perspective um content creation is all about how you are adding value to the person who is going to look at the content right so 
it's not about what you like it's about what the people are going to like because there is a population of 7 billion you never know which who's going to like what you just need to put the content once you put the content on the internet it's anyway going to be liked by someone or somewhere you never know so i follow the same criteria this is this is something that i saw in a gary v's video if you know gary v so yeah. Yeah so that's where i learned that it's not about what you like in your content you need to understand like what people are actually craving for because that's who you are making content for you're not making content to like yourself and comment yourself you want people yeah. to like it right so it's about that you need to quench their thirst instead of quenching your own thirst if they feel good they will follow you for it's as simple as that and um yeah there's this one question i want to answer to your podcast I got yeah. I'm not bragging I got almost 20 25 messages every week or every two weeks at least how the fuck do you speak so better english I'm sorry I can curse there I don't know I'm yeah sorry, you can you you, you, okay, you I'm sorry can. yeah I'm just in the flow <laughs> that how how do you really speak that this english or how do you have an accent or something I just want to say I freaking worked I grinded for at least like two years of my initial time in a call center right I was doing two jobs I was a network admin and a call center representative as a salesman so yes of course that's that's going to leave a mark for sure yeah. I used to speak to UK people to Australian people to US people so yeah of course that left a mark but apart from that the communication is considered you can social media is there there's nobody to judge you right you yeah. can just talk to random people you can do podcasts like these you can yeah. listen to different podcasts talk to yourself just just do whatever you have to do to get an accent yeah so it's it's not that big deal to be honest if you practice you will get it tushar is doing yeah. well if you take an example i want to give an example for tushar the first podcast i did with him he was like kind of shaky he was a little bit nervous it was beginning yeah, so i, was I like, remember that <laughs> yeah remember right it was on instagram that. yeah you're doing it with the phone i remember and now yeah. if you see his podcast the content the way of delivery is quite mature and quite you know uh, developed to a certain level that it looks almost professional yeah. so who does to him learn from him like he's doing good quite good with it so Thank it's about so practice much for that. you're you're welcome to char you're doing really great seriously yeah i'm just focusing on that one gary uh, gary vee's one rule provide the value and Absolutely. i'm doing that provide the value right because i have been following him from like 2 years and i have been trying to apply every little thing in my life and that actually right. improves mm-hmm. if you follow creators who are positive in their work as well and provide positive value you are going to get improved Absolutely. even if you are lazy you will work for that thing right right so that is what i have learned from uh, gary v or raj shamani and there is yeah. one digital pratik these digital people pratik. are doing really well absolutely even yeah. like i followed the journey of digital pratik as well and he was doing a side by side job while putting out content and mm-hmm. i remember uh, he threw added videos by himself which he mm-hmm. uh, like back in 2017 he shared that thing and mm-hmm. right now he's having his own agency yeah so absolutely that successful and he puts sure, out like sure. regular 6 to 7 pieces of content on instagram only and i i'm like that's insane when do you record that thing so, so that's right that's uh, it's it's yeah. about consistency for sure and yeah. the names you took my uh, i idolize all of them to be honest uh, i idolize the most gary v and digital pratik for sure 
Rajshamani is somebody who also gives me content sometimes. I followed his three rules with Rajshamani kind of stuff as well a few time back, but it didn't worked out for me to be honest. But I was trying. I was trying reels, if you know. I try to make reels because I have humor. I have a sense of humor. I'll say that for sure. But uh, I was trying to make good reels, and it really worked out because I was not expecting even a hundred views. I it got four thousand, five thousand. I was like, what the fuck? People are finding it funny. So that's that's something that you should try as well. Yeah, that's a uh, one thing. And Gary V is like the uh, like father of personal branding in the world right now because sure. the value he provides. it's mm-hmm. really practical and he says that thing and if you consume his content well you will understand that thing as well that he really has good human skills he's his and his observation skills are like app he observes and then gives out a, a particular message and that message works for massive population out there who follows him and what uh, digital pratik is uh, does is firstly started as like contextualizing gary's content to indian audience and that was insane man like i was yeah, like right you uh, you can just context uh, contextualize another person's content and you are done you are providing value to your audience and that is what your audience exactly. is looking for and <laughs> regarding raj like uh if uh, people have followed him from like uh, past 6 months they mm-hmm. might have observed how he was struggling in reels and now yeah. his reels are going for 30 million views absolutely this that was an amazing thing when i saw like 30 millions like seriously who's watching it yeah. but that piece of content was like uh, pretty well uh, uh, like mm. he showed in his vlog how he recorded that and it was like boom he he told his friends or the employees he lives with he told them like you have to give the same uh, expression which you gave while listening it to the first time and i was like yeah. this is how you make the perfect reel <laughs> right so that was uh let's move to your uh name by which people know you mostly on instagram and which is terabyte a very yeah. few people know about the story behind this name terabyte because yeah. you uploaded it in the very beginning of your social media yeah, so what's the right. story behind it so um okay it's a weird story so don't mind it don't judge me by that yeah. <laughs> so in my college days like um i had a group of friends like i don't even remember the all name of all of them but uh, among them among of seven people uh, i was the first one to get a hard drive okay it was a seagate hard drive 1 terabyte so they used to borrow that hard drive for the backups or for the data transfers and they really, they don't even bother to say the name of the hard drive or say my name either they just used to say uh, i'm going to say it in hindi oi terabyte dio so it's something like that so that terabyte actually start to stick my name akash terabyte day so it's like that so the One day, I was we were just walking down the road, and he said, "This said like, why don't you keep a name something like that? You know, uh, maybe something as cool as one zero two for gigabyte because that is equivalent to terabyte. Yeah. So that was my username in the very beginning, one zero two for gigabyte. But again, uh, I was trolled for that because I used to play Counter Strike back then, and somebody actually trolled me. Why don't you simply just keep it terabyte? I mean, why do you have to have this big name? I was like, terabyte is cool as well, you know, because I can keep it as three three R A B Y T three. So why not? So that's when 
I realized that Terabyte is a cool name to have. So yeah, that's, that's how I got it. So I thank Seagate for giving me this name. Try <laughs> to go yeah. to Seagate. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I have observed most people, like people used to ask me the questions when I uh, dropped uh, information regarding cybersecurity and stuff on my Instagram. People mm-hmm. used to ask me, like, whom do we ask for suggestions who mm-hmm. have done really well on this? And I was like, uh, go to ask this person. And they were like, uh, Are ye to terabyte hai, and he doesn't reply much. And I was like, he's bo- uh, very busy right now. Okay. I've received DMs as well. I don't know how many people are watching this. I'm really sorry that I didn't reply to your text because even now I can show you my Instagram. I almost have more than 46 messages that I haven't replied yet. So I have to reply them for sure. After this podcast, I will maybe. But I am, I really so, I'm really sorry for not replying to the people. So yeah, I'm known for that. <laughs> and yeah, it's a bad thing. So. Yeah, I'm, I, it's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, people Rupendo? do get uh, busy in their work as well. And a very few people understand this, this thing that they have their personal life as well. It is not about just Instagram. Exactly. My best friends, you know, they, if they text me on Instagram, I'm not able to reply to them. They say me on WhatsApp, like, why the fuck are you not replying on Instagram? I just tagged you in the post. You should reply on the comment. I'm like, I didn't even see the comment because there were like hundreds of notifications. How can I know which one's yours? <laughs> yeah, it happens yeah. with <laughs> most of the people out there. So, thanks for uh, yeah, pardon. What did you just say? No, I said thanks for understanding. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now uh, I would like to ask you this question: Like, uh, can you please let us know about your struggling days and what was your focus on on these days, and how did you made this into like uh, from learning? doing college and now starting up a venture and expanding it to another country as well. Congratulations, uh, like so Bytesabber Lab has one more branch and that is in Canada. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. So please share your journey with the audience as well. Hmm, sure. So um, <laughs> in the beginning, um, I used to have only one computer and that was a HP all-in-one. Um, not even that, even before that, I my auntie gave me a tablet. It was uh, an eyeball tablet. And she said like, the screen doesn't really work. And I don't know what you're going to do with it, but if you can do something with it, like just keep it. So I went to a nearby shop and I see like what can be done. And I got the screen replaced for like, let's say 400 bucks or something. And that was my first ever device that I ever got. I learned on YouTube, like how you can, you know, install NetHunter somehow in a an, uh, non-Google device because uh, yeah, you know that NetHunter have device specifications. It was quite laggy, but I first installed Kali in that particular tablet and I was like, damn, I'm a hacker now. <laughs> but uh, that was the beginning of it because that's how I started learning about Linux. I got to know about Linux a little more. And uh, I don't know how old I was. I maybe 15 or 16. I don't, I don't exactly remember the age, but um, yeah, that's no, actually I was 14. Uh, if I remember it right, because if I'll say more of incident, then you will know how old I am right now. So I don't want to okay. disclose it. So, 
after that um when i started learning i got i got a ps uh, 4 com- p4 computer you remember the old ones like the bawala big ones yeah yeah I so i got that computer first time for almost 7k that was my first computer that i got and i started learning c sharp i learned um uh, what what else i learned c sharp assembly coding uh, I, i was learning java also in the between so that's when i started learning those things because i understood that damn if i want to make something i need to know how it is made i need to know the languages i need to know the code and everything Uh, am I audible? Yeah, you are. You are I'm audible, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. So yeah. So uh, I I didn't really had resources because I'll be honest, I'll be I'm 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 gonna be open that I couldn't really yeah. afford resources because um I, because of the finances of my family, yeah. I wasn't able to go to the institutes that I wanted to go, and uh, I didn't I couldn't really. choose the kind of uh subjects i wanted to study so fortunately i got bca i got um i got into bca from an open university of and uh, i started doing du- dual jobs because i wanted a good computer for sure i wanted anyhow like i wanted to purchase a good machines for my own and i wanted to get into institutes like uh if you know lucidius uh no right no lucidius you know rahul tyagi yeah Lucidius is this company. It's now safe, uh, yeah. but okay. Lucidius, okay. right? So, um, getting Lucidius, uh, the, I still remember the fees was fifty-five thousand, including all taxes, and I made a target of six months that I have to do two jobs and I have to save money, give it to my family, and then save it for Lucidius for sure because I want to get in anyhow. And that's how I got first time into Lucidius, and I got my certification there. My first CEH was from Lucidius itself, and I was really happy because. that's how i begin that's how my craving started and i felt it this way that if i make these kind of targets maybe i can achieve what i actually wanted because that was a very small target of 55000 i didn't really i i i i didn't really had a laptop i used to go there and borrow a laptop and i worked with that and later when i got my first bounty it the first bounty was for uh, $400 i guess and that paid my first emi of my laptop i got a laptop on down payment and emi and yeah that's all how it's pretty much begin so it was a little bit rough for sure so now when people say that uh students most of the time say that my parents don't support me i don't have finances i'm like what the fuck man i i didn't have that too i came from the same place so i don't really understand it why people are not really willing to you know go to that extent and do work and then get it by yourself i don't really mind you know helping somebody with finances or anything because i feel fortunate enough that i feel that if i'm able to help i would love to do it but then again the thought comes to mind that i might be spoon feeding the same guy because i recently got a text from a person who was from um, bangladesh and he was not really good with finances he was crying for a few days on calls and i was trying to convince him that okay just calm down there's not it's not the end of the world after all so I don't really understand why people don't try to put work instead of just ranting about the situations because the situations are not going to change by themselves you see I know it's tough I know it's hard I used to cry myself in the nights because I I used to see my friends are having great laptops great phones great everything they're partying they're doing stuff I was not able to do that but I used to cry my I, I, I okay I'm going to be honest like I was say the age of 19 and I still used to sleep with my mom sometimes because I used to cry that why the fuck these all problems are happening with me why I'm not able to learn stuff or why I'm not having a good computer or laptop 
but yeah working two shifts going to companies giving way too much interviews getting certifications done actually built the whole thing behind me built the confidence the first smaller team once you got builds the confidence to get even more to crave for more if you have the craving if you have the passion you'll do it no matter what happens because people try to convince me that i'm having the worst situation ever i'm in the worst situation i'm eating shit on a daily basis so what there are thousands of people doing it as well i'm sure tushar you must be having some most of the personal life issues as well but yeah. still you are striving daily you know you're doing this podcast even though you're not getting paid for that but you are yeah. willing to learn from it you know so you yeah. are putting in the effort people are putting in the effort and i really respect those people who are actually doing it but when it comes to getting a help out of pity i really hate that because nobody's going to pity on you ever if i pity on someone and i help them out of you know sympathy or something i am just you know making it worse for them because they will be just getting depending on it yeah sometimes we do need a little bit push but that push doesn't mean that you're just going to make the whole highway for them you see yeah the push can be motivational the push can be spiritual the push can, the push can be intellectual could be anything it doesn't need to be finance every time uh yeah. another thing i want to talk about from my beginning is that i wasn't supported every time for a hacking specifically i was discouraged i was criticized i was said that okay you're not going to be a good one for sure because of course how can a guy be a hacker if he don't have enough books or enough computers or they, yeah. he he barely knows about computers so how are you going to be that because my family background is not a technical background though yeah uh my uncle uh he lives in mumbai and uh, he's one of my relative like he's my father's younger brother so he was into microsoft a few time back and now he's like doing something of his own i don't really know what but uh yeah that he was the only guy technical in my family so my family was more like maybe just get a simple job maybe just you know they were they were happy i was in call center they were happy with it because i was earning like let's say 15 18k in the very beginning my first salary was 12k uh but 15 18k they were happy that okay fine he have a job he's having incentives he's having like he's just going and coming and everything's going good so they were they were happy with it but when it came to taking a leap taking the risk of leaving the job and going to lucidius learning everything investing even more yeah i am i feel that that was the best moment before me because if i hadn't taken that leap i wouldn't be what i am right now I must have been sitting in a call center having a salary maybe of 20 25k. I'm not saying 25k is bad or working in a call center is bad. I'm just saying that I would have been limited to there. You see? Maybe for next 10 more years, 15 more years that that would have been a dead end for yeah. me. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm just glad I didn't do that. So that's one thing I also want to say from my past that it, giving up is not an option, you know, or asking for somebody else's pity is also not an option. If you wanted just do whatever you have to do for that taking help is okay asking for help is okay but depending on the help is definitely not okay it's not cool because 10 years later 15 years later 20 years later definitely you're going to regret it because yeah. if you're not putting in the work now it's going to turn out very ugly pretty soon yeah. see so that's one thing um starting bcl starting of bite sab labs that was a very interesting thing because i was with my friend ashish and we were sitting i guess at at kfc i guess i don't remember where we were 
and I was having my laptop in front and he said like why the fuck you don't start your own company or or your own community because we were just talking about the fact that how my previous community didn't really worked out well and how things are going yeah. now so I thought as if I can do it I mean I was I was not in the favor of it because I thought like how the fuck can I do that because I never managed people on a large scale you know um I was a team lead and stuff like that but I was at max I was having 15 people to handle not more than that now talking about a community it is a responsibility of hundreds and thousands of people so I was like what the fuck why should I name it you know I should name it like people behind terabyte or terabytes community like it sounded really lame yeah. after a little bit of brainstorming two burgers and a cold crusher we figured out that bytes table app sounds really cool <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it was a matter of like like 2 2 hours or so and we figured out like buy several apps is something that you got to go for and uh, we opened godaddy we just paid for the domain and we got the domain and we were happy that okay yeah we have buy several apps now uh on the same time we also opened a youtube channel for that i guess that was in 2019 this took place so buy several apps was only having a motive of having having a youtube channel where we where i can put you know different shit and stuff for uh, people who are actually looking for hacking and stuff and where you come very less where you where i come very less i i have no time to i okay i'll be honest this is my um this is i'm guilty for that i am lazy in terms of recording videos i'm good at it and i'm happy that i'm good at it but i'm really lazy at it cuz <laughs> my friend he actually my friend edited the video for me and he's like why the fuck you don't record it if you're playing games if you're doing if you're writing stuff you can't record a video and i don't do that i'm sorry for that but yeah so <laughs> youtube that's how bitesable app started uh i started to get response from my previous employers my companies that i used to connect with i used to do freelance stuff my clients used to started you know or say that okay let's let's do it because if you are starting a company we we would like to be your client we would like to get connected with you but there's always a but you need to have a portfolio i'm like i spent 5 years making a portfolio of my own now you are saying that i need to have a portfolio of my company like what the fuck that was a major you know push down for me i felt bad i felt sad that I put everything all of my time all of my investments into this company into this name and now they're saying I need to have a portfolio like how the fuck am I get a port- how I'm supposed to get a portfolio of 2 years all together in a single day it's not possible but uh fortunately I got really good teammates I got really good supporters I got a really good friend um I'm I'm keeping a shout out to Ashish Ravi for being with me all the time he's my biggest support so far yeah. Yeah, uh he's not a technical guy though, but he's my best friend for sure. He knows me for 15 years now for of course, he's my best friend. So, yeah. So that's how Bitesable up started pretty much and uh yeah, I'm the day we signed an agreement with the our Canadian clients to open an office in Canada, that was this that was my biggest achievement so far after OSCP. <laughs> you can say. OSCP was the biggest one because that was completely out of ex- expectation. I gave an exam uh, I'm sorry I'm just making up story I'm t- telling you all the stories but yeah when I once I'm started I don't stop <laughs> people will love to see, see behind the scenes of Akash Sharma so sure, uh yeah yeah so what I was asking was uh how did it started in Canada like okay. how did you open a branch there 
Yeah, yeah, it's open. It, the office is all started. It's open, and the commercial license is already with us, and it's legit. It's open. <laughs> yeah. So how it started? Um, so we were looking for clients in India. Okay, and uh, I asked my business developer to start looking for clients who are having you know branches in different other countries, so that we can expand a little bit more. And uh, I got a connection. Uh, my developer got a connection, and uh, we got to know that the connection is mutual. We we are looking at the same guy, so I asked him to target the guy and see like if he will be interested. He saw my profile. He saw the company's profile. He saw the kind of you know the um, paperwork we had. Of course, again, paperwork is important. Yeah. So yeah, we agreed on the finances. Uh, we got an investor too. Personally, because we pitched the idea, we have some of the undisclosed ideas. We are not showing off yet, but it's still under progress. We are um, developing something of our own. So okay. he liked that idea. He liked the concept for it, and he started. He just he was just agreeing to invest, and that's how we got the breakthrough. Um, and yeah, after two months later, we have our own office in Canada. So yeah, that's one big thing. So happy for you. Thank you so much, man. So, what are the plans for Bite Cyber Labs? Where do you see Bite Cyber Labs as a company in like five to ten years from now? Okay, I'm going to be very precise on this one. Um, I'm I'm very precise with the timelines, to be honest. Uh, now, actually, so uh, Bite Cyber Labs is as of now just focusing on training part. I am just establishing as a very, you know, um, cyber security centric. uh academy you can say but additionally uh i'm having clients for vapt i'm having clients for uh services part of the cybersecurity as well uh pci dss clients we have a few um what i'm planning with bitesab labs is very different because i'm not li- i don't want to get limited to cybersecurity to be honest because I've seen that people. I've I've trained people in uh, different programming languages. I've trained people in AWS as well, and I got a response that I should do that full time as well. So, I'm thinking to take a chance in those uh, spectrums as well. So I'm gonna do that for sure. If you talk about the time periods of five and ten years, in five years I'm planning that I should be having. You know, uh, next time you're doing my podcast, maybe in next five years I will be having like a big office with at least. A glass door behind me, not a green screen for sure. <laughs> and uh, in ten years, I'm planning to have it enlisted in Forbes. Okay. I'm planning. I'm planning for Forbes for sure. Anyhow, I, w- I want to get listed. Uh, my my goal is that in next five years, before I'm thirty, I want to get in there thirty in the thirty in India, in India for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that's that's my plan. So that's pretty good uh, plan, and all the best for, to you for that. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And what about the social impact part of the company? Hmm. Uh, okay. Your thoughts uh, on that? Sure. Uh, do you know uh, Goldscript? Uh, pardon, can you please repeat? Goldscript. Have you heard of Goldscript? Yeah. 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 Her owner is Anuba. Anuba Maheshwar. Uh, she's my really good friend, and we were talking on the WhatsApp the other day. She asked me the same thing: that what is your social impact on by by Sab Labs? Because she is collaborating with multiple organizations for employment for programmers and stuff. I had the similar idea, but it was a few while back. I didn't really started that because I want to get stabilized as a professional body, 
I want to get stabilized as a company. I want, I'm planning for more consistent revenue so that we can plan to invest in different, you know, community stuff and other workshops and stuff like that. Because as of now, my investments and my plans are more focused on the growth of my company, more of my firm. Once that is done, we have the next goal of, you know, connecting more with the people, connecting more with different open communities we have, like Reset Hacker or like um, OVASP or any other big company community that you can talk about. So we are planning to be an umbrella, which can be connected to multiple branches, not just sticking it to one thing. So that's, okay. there are more of the plans, to be honest, that... Of course, you. I hope you understand that I cannot disclose on yeah, such know. social media. But yeah, yeah, there are some things that you're also planning for with social impact for sure. Okay, that's pretty good. So we have heard most of the things about your life, like your journey, your education and the company part. Yeah. But what we missed is this. Uh, Akash Sharma, not the uh, uh, like uh, I'm not about talking about the cyber security Akash Sharma. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the athlete of Akash Sharma right now. Okay. How much do you miss that uh, that person? And are you still into uh, athletics, or are you targeting like somehow in the future you will be uh, going into professional athletics even for once? Oh, okay. <laughs> So uh, when I'm with my friends, so Ashish with me since my school days and he was also an athlete with me and uh, I, re- I had a lot of fun when I was in athletics. I represented my state, my school um, in those days and they were really great days to be honest because I had fun. I used to travel, I used to get medals, I used to get limelight and whatnot and I had a great body, uh, you know, like... Like in every teenager, I was also into girls and I, I, I was in the limelight of my school and my college. And leaving that completely definitely was a really tough choice because that was like a do or die situation for me because I one side was my career, one side was my current interest. I am pretty sure that if I would have chosen athletics as a future, as a career, I've, I'm pretty sure like I wouldn't be successful financially which was important for me at that time because of my financial conditions. I had to fulfill some of the requirements for my family. So I had to take a better choice, which would, you know, make me stabilize a little more. But yes, of course, I love playing games, like physical games, not just video games. I was a great football fanatic at that time. I was really good at running. We used to go for marathons and whatnot. I I have participated in Airtel marathons a lot of times. Uh, I have been a bronze medalist once in 2018, I guess. 2018, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I still try to maintain the fitness. I, I was overweight. I, I am still overweight. Okay, you might not see, but there is a lot behind the scenes. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get back in the shape and uh, sitting on the seat all the time. You know, working with the fingers are not going to make you having six-pack abs for sure, but... I'm trying to get back in shape like the way I was in my school and uh, my college time. But yes, uh, in the future, I don't really see myself as an athlete though, but fitness is one thing that I'm also concerned about. Yeah, so that's it. I'm not, I'm not planning to get back into athletics professionally or from a career perspective. 
what's done is done and i'm i'm just happy with what i moved on so yeah and how did this pandemic hit hard for your physical health oh damn don't even ask <laughs> it was really tough cuz i am a person see that this pandemic affected me not only from cyber security career side but a lot of other ways cuz when i write i'm a person who writes while i'm traveling let's say if i'm traveling via metro if i'm traveling via bus or however if i'm in a cab or however i'm traveling i like to write in that environment and if i'm not traveling i cannot write that's one thing that is the reason that i am not like writing any new raps you're not seeing my videos you're not seeing any good music from myself because i'm not traveling i'm just sitting at the place and i cannot write i'm not in that zone basically so pandemic really hit me hard mentally physically both cuz uh all i had to do is just sit at home and do stuff for at first month it was really fun cuz i'm like damn i i don't i don't got to go outside i'm not going to go black again because like my skin get tan easily so i was like okay it's pretty good it's very good but after two months shit my you know my tummy is coming out i'm getting weight from all over my waistline <laughs> was increasing my cheeks were getting chubby and everything else what not Well yeah that's how it hit me hard and I gained almost 7 kgs and uh then I rapidly lost 4 kgs again but yeah I'm I'm back to square one so I got to start it again Okay Uh I guess your video got stuck Oh shit I'm sorry the what well, my voice was okay Yeah it's just coming but your video got stuck right now Uh I'm so sorry did I, did that ruin your podcast No no Okay, if you want me to repeat anything just let me know I'll do it no problem. Okay, sure, okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we can take care because it is recording not live. Oh, ah, sure, live, sure, absolutely. And in live we have faced a lot of problems if you remember that one. <laughs> I remember. I faced the same, bro, so I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good uh till now. Yeah. Just uh one last thing mm-hmm. what's your advice for the teenagers who are just passing out school for career mm-hmm. and uh, their personal life as well the professional personal life what is your advice for them hmm uh tushar this is going to be long for sure uh, so <laughs> career wise i will say um let's start with the career first um because personal will be a lot more ah so um one thing that i see the most is the confusion part they are still confused about any xyz thing they might be confused about they should go into cybersecurity or not they should be confused about what is cybersecurity they might be confused about from where should i learn about cybersecurity or how can i become a hacker i'm saying i will say don't run behind the title of hacker if you are actually getting into cybersecurity you know maturely if you are mature enough if you are passionate enough if you are serious enough for this don't go behind the title that you should be recognized as a hacker you don't need that you don't need an approval from the people on social media that you are actually a hacker just start learning stuff people spend a lot of time making their portfolio as a hacker instead of making a skill as a hacker by portfolio i don't mean your linkedin profile what i mean is your instagram post i have seen lot of 
I've seen some accounts that they have 10k, 15k followers, and they have really stupid cybersecurity content, and then they DM me that where the fuck I can I learn? I mean, if you don't know shit, then why the why the hell you are you know misguiding people on with your content? Because they don't they cannot answer the questions, and when other students rely on these kind of Instagram accounts and they don't get a reply, they face problems, and that's how it's happening so far. So, one advice I want to give is. If you have a confusion, always make sure that you are getting that confusion cleared by someone you trust, by someone people trust, by someone somebody experiences trusting. Because I'm not saying that always come to me because you know that I'm renowned for replying very late, but I try to reply to as many people as I can. You can go to anyone that you trust because if your confusion is not clear and if you don't know what exactly you're getting into. it doesn't make sense getting into cybersecurity at all it's not always about earning money out of cybersecurity because hacking is not like you know it's it's not about see i don't know if i'm making myself clear here but most of the people i this is this is very true you will agree that students or teenagers actually get into hacking for money that's true yeah that's because right? there's a bubble like get into bug bounty you will earn thousands of dollars in a first month itself and when they try like they will not get even a single buck there it's never like that 2019 i earned almost 15 lakh out of it and in 2020 i earned less than 80000 2021 i haven't find a bug for last 3 months so it is never like that you will start tomorrow and you will get a bug today it's never like that A lot of people are struggling still with bug bounties, so it's okay. But if you are only having a mindset of earning money out of bug bounty, it's never going to happen. If you're coming here for the finances, it's not a good thing because, of course, you will not learn architecture to earn money out of buildings. You learn it because you like it, and then you start earning out of it. You develop a skill. You master it. You make great sculptures, and that's how you earn. in hacking they just want to earn from the day one that's not how it's going to that's not how it's going to work so now all of it you know comes back to the square one that is confusion if you have a confusion please clear it from somebody trusted not any xyz person because i don't want you get misguided so if somebody is having confusion please clear it from a trusted person if you are asking a valid question even the people who are really famous in this domain will answer I know that people don't answer the questions because the questions are really stupid. No offense to anyone, it is okay to ask stupid questions but not every time, you see. So that's one yeah. thing I want to say on behalf of everyone who is having these kind of questions or who get these kind of DMs, I'm talking on behalf of them as well that if you, you are having a legit googling things. That's the thing. You got it right. Yeah. People don't actually work themselves. They don't Google. They don't search. They don't do research. That's yeah. first step of hacking. Reconnaissance. Come on. Why yeah. you're not doing it? Collect the main information. Collect the prerequisites. Collect all the details, and ask questions that make sense. Don't ask. Can you teach me Google hacking? Can you teach me hacking girlfriend's account? Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> seriously? Why? What do you think I am? Who do you think I am? <laughs> Do they have? Don't I have a personal life? I mean, I I also want a girlfriend for myself. Why won't I hack her account? This is the number one problem of every person who is in this domain right now. Right, right. That that's one thing that for sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. 
So that's one thing I want to give as a career advice that if you have a confusion, please ask. This is for beginners. For people who are actually in this domain already, uh, try leveling up your game because it's 2021. It's high time that everything is going digital. Everything is going online and their competition is just increasing every day. So if you did CEH or ECSA back in 2017, it holds no relevance because the course has upgraded, the skills are upgraded. So you got to update yourself as well. I'm not saying buy another course and spend 30K or 40K in that, but at least level up your game from skill wise. Start learning new stuff. Start learning Active Directory. I know a lot of people, Tushar, believe me, they call themselves like elite hackers with experience of seven months. They don't know shit about Active Directory. I'm like, if you don't know about it, like what the fuck do you even know? Because if you don't know about Active Directory, you don't know most of the stuff that is taking place in the professional domain. How the fuck are you planning to provide good services to your clients? Because if you don't know it, because most of the clients are using AD. So that's one thing I want to say about um, keep leveling up your game. Never think yourself as I don't consider myself elite at all. I am at best a noob that just know a few things. Yeah. So that that's all what I consider myself. So yeah, get back to reality and start leveling up. That's a career advice. Now, let me take a breath and get back to the personal advice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. First thing, start reading books. I'm not talking about books by authors in cybersecurity domain. I'm keeping that aside. Start reading good books like books by Jay Shetty. You see, think like a yeah. monk. Best book ever. Yeah. Best book ever. If I'm having a kid sometime in the future, let's say in 10 years, 15 years, I'm going to make that kid read this book for sure. Or I'm going to disown him. That book has covered like every aspect of life. Till now. Absolutely. And I've if... read this like around two times right now. Show you something. Hold on. Okay. So I read this book almost three times. I'm still not covered every single part. But if you can see the page here, uh, I don't know if it's visible. Okay, hold on. Uh, yeah, you have made notes over there. I have made notes and you can see it in the whole book. I have made notes for the things that actually make sense and hit me hard. Because yeah. you cannot grasp everything in a single read here. This book yeah. is amazing. So I want to give this advice to every single person. It's not that expensive. It's just 400 rupees on Amazon. So I think if you can spend that much money on Domino's or any other bullshit that you go, you can spend that on good books for sure. Right. And uh, read books is one thing. Second, I want to say, just be humble. I mean, being humble doesn't hurt. Being humble yeah. is free. Being humble makes you feel good. Being humble, have all the best thing that you can even think of. So I think, what the fuck are you even proud about? What have you done so far? You have, we haven't done anything. I haven't done myself. I haven't achieved a lot. So I try to be as down as I can and it really feels good. I'm not saying because I'm not bragging about myself that I do it. I'm just saying because I feel good about it. I feel happy to be of others help. I feel happy to reply to someone. I feel happy to add value to some other person who I don't even know. Okay. I want to tell Tushar, uh, this headphones that I get, uh, my other headphones broke down. I just put a story on Instagram. Some student of mine, I don't even know his name. I don't even know how he looks, where he's from. No details. He tracked down my address, did a little bit of consents and gifted me these headphones. I swear to my mom, I cried. I cried for like 10 minutes. I was like, how the fuck could somebody even do that for me? Like, I felt really good about it. I never asked for it, but things started to get in return when you give good things to people. That's what I learned from that incident. 
So always try to be of help to others, to serve others, to be of a positive impact to someone so that people can not just take value from you, but learn from you and get the positivities they are craving for. That will definitely get back to you for sure. It's all karma. So that's, that's for one personal advice I want to give to everyone. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, that was a lot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, yeah. that was not a lot because if it <laughs> like, we could talk, we could talk for us. Absolutely. But, <laughs> yeah. Now, the only thing which is left right now is the rap. <laughs> I will not okay. miss that. Oh, sure, sure. Of course. I don't want you to miss anything for sure. This, okay, this whole uh, time is yours. All right. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a while. So, I'm, I'm trying to recollect all the beats in my head. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. आते हुए चेहरे को रुलाने वाले बहुत है बातों में तेरी आग लगाने वाले बहुत है गलती से जो गिर गया तो कोई ना उठाएगा और तेरी हर गलती पे चिल्लाने वाले बहुत है साथ नहीं शुरुआत से ही कोई तेरे सपोर्ट में आधे मार्क्स ही मिलते हैं तुझको तेरी रिपोर्ट में खड़ा होना सीख जा इन सबके विरोध में नहीं तो साले जल जाएगा तू अपने ही क्रोध में क्रोध तेरा हर आंसू तेरा हर दर्द में तेरा साथी है क्रोध ही ऐसी चीज बची जो तेरे पास अब बाकी है पालना इसको सीख ले तू नहीं किसी की भीख ले तू खुद के दम खड़ा हो गया बस उतना ही काफी है भाई तू तू चीता है तू किसी के पीछे क्यों जीता है जो तेरे सामने दौड़ रहा है वो तेरे सामने फीका है to share this video with sure, every sure. person who should see this because they will not get this thing every uh, now and then sure. sure i'll do it no problem uh tushar you are doing great job with the podcast reset hacker is doing really great initiative with these communi- communication with the audience and i love them for sure i've seen your other podcast too and i want to say this to everyone you know here listening to this podcast or listening to this video please do share with people who you care about because things like these don't take place that easy and things like these are not accessible that easily not a lot of people are talking about it and that's sad but you have the power to spread this kind of message to people you care about you see somebody's in need of these kind of words or if i am able to provide any kind of positivity to you please share this with everyone because positive positivity is multiplied when you share it so please do that for sure i'm not just talking about from cybersecurity or career advice i'm talking about general things that we just talked about um so please do share with everyone as many people as i can put on your stories tag tushar tag reset hacker if you remember tag me also <laughs> at charabite official for sure and uh, yeah uh send us in dms why not so share as much as you can and leave in the comment if you have any question i am going to read the comments myself leave in the comment if you want to say something to me or tushar or anybody at reset hacker just leave a comment there i'll really love to see some good comments thank you so much akash for joining us in the, basically me in this podcast and providing this much value uh, and taking out time to record this podcast with me because i know you are super busy expanding okay. your company 
and yeah. you are providing really well good knowledge mm-hmm. everywhere i enjoyed that as well to charlotte lot thank you so much for this great yeah. podcast that i had and yeah man you're doing a great job personally speaking to charlotte you're absolutely doing a great job growing up yourself and keep doing that man i'm really proud of you thank you so and much. yeah good luck to your team at reset hacker too kudos to you guys for sure and uh, yeah let's do more of these i like it <laughs> yeah i will be doing sure. it soon as soon as i reach 15 podcast out of the podcast i will have another conversation with you i'm going to remember not this okay? yeah i'm i'm going to remember this yeah you sure, sure. okay cool, cool, okay cool. thank you so much all right take care all right thanks everyone take care stay safe yeah bye bye cheers good luck thank you so much for listening to this podcast i want you all to share this podcast with every person who needs to see this who needs to listen this because we have dropped value bombs akash has shared his personal life here and if this doesn't motivate you i don't know what will so share this podcast comment your experience comment your life experiences if you have faced anything similar in your life comment how you felt after listening to akash comment what your goals are comment your two cents of value thank you so much and i will see you in future